Welcome back to another Inside the Hashes exclusive player interview. My name is Nemecan, and I'm here today with junior lineman at Amarillo High School based in Texas, Eric Gray. Today, we will be talking about his experience on the varsity team the past three years, his play on both sides of the ball, including a viral touchdown a few weeks back, and his college recruitment process overall. So Eric, uh, what's going on, man? Uh, nothing, you know, just relaxing, getting ready for a big game tomorrow against Colorado Heritage. Yeah, absolutely. And so we'll start off with like a pretty easy question. Like, how did you start playing football? Um, my growing up, my dad was, you know, always around it. Um, my two older brothers, uh, had the opportunity to go D1. Actually, my middle brother went D1 and played at Tech. My oldest brother couldn't get the job done with his grades. Um, so I always just, you know, grew up watching football, you know, playing football, and I'm just kind of feeding into the family. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so, like, while you've played football, have you always been playing guard? Um, actually, no, that's a funny story. Um, growing up, I used to play, like, uh, until the start of high school, I was playing middle linebacker and running back, so, that, and then I just hit high school, and then I got moved to guard, and and then back to tackle. I mean, the the running back info is actually not a surprise. I mean, you got wheels, but... Yeah, <laughs> yeah. some people don't believe it, but... Yeah. And so, do you feel that you can play any position on the line in college, or is there a certain position that you kind of prefer to play exclusively? Um, I mean, I'll play wherever they'll put me, but, I mean, I love... My sophomore year, I played guard, but then this year I got moved to tackle, but... The way guard was just working, I, I love to play guard, but I'm obviously going to do whatever I need to do to help the team out. Right, right. And so when playing guard or tackle, I mean, there's definitely more than meets the eye for the average football fan. So what would you say is the biggest misconception about playing the positions? Um, It's harder than you think. Um, I think it's definitely the most difficult position on the field. Um, there is no football without offensive linemen. Yeah. Um, you know, your star wide receivers or your star running back or your star quarterbacks not getting the job done without your five starting people on the line. So, um, it just, they, you know, kids, offensive linemen don't make big plays. They don't make, you know, game changing things, you know. Um, so you just, it, it's just, it's just kind of, once you pay the position, you understand how hard it is. Yeah. It's like all the hard work, but sometimes you don't get the recognition. Oh, yeah, without a doubt, you definitely don't get the recognition that you should get. And so, like, when playing offensive line, like, who has been your biggest influence, or is there a player whose game that you try to mimic? I really like the way uh, Trent Williams plays, or uh, Taylor Lewan, I think is what it is. Yeah. He's a, he's a left tackle for uh, the Titans. Um, but really, those two, I like the way they play. They play aggressive, you know. For sure. They're good on their, they're good on their feet. And also, Quentin Nelson, he's also a, another a big offensive lineman that I like to watch. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so, what would you say is your greatest strength that you have as a, as a lineman? Um, I'm quick on my feet. I'm able to move side to side, and I'm, I can get the job done with blocking and strength-wise. And, like, how about the area of your game that you would kind of most want to improve? Probably my, my hip movement isn't really that good. Unless I like getting loosened up, um, but just moving like I, I can move quick side to side, but I feel like I could move, be able to move quicker and have my feet move faster than I have to do right now. Yeah, definitely, definitely. 
And so when playing line, do you feel that you excel more with like run blocking, pass blocking, or do you kind of feel you have a good balance of both? Um, I definitely think it's, oh, that's a hard, that, yeah, that's very hard. Um, the ratio is definitely different. I don't know. I say, mm, ha, I'm a little more on the running side than passing, but like my passing side's like high, but I'm going to, you know, um, succeed more on the running. Right, right, right. And so I know that you've, uh, we've talked about your experience on the offensive line now, but I don't want to look past your work on the defensive side. Uh, so, like, what is your favorite part about playing defense that's kind of different from the offensive side of the ball? Um, you know, being able to play both sides of the ball helps you a lot because you know how offensive linemen think and you know how they can move and how they use their hands and stuff. So, um, that's one thing I use to my advantage. Um, I just think if I was at, like, say I was playing Dan or uh, nose guard, like, what? It, where's this tackle's foot going to move first or where's this center's foot going to move first? Or what's giving him, like, say he opens up his hip, that's giving up um, clues that they're running the ball, whatever. Um, but that's really it, to be honest. No, I mean, I've never even thought about it like that. Like, you definitely have a leg up kind of just, I mean, because you yeah, play the you, position and, yeah. So you, you really know what you're doing, you know, because most offensive linemen don't really play both sides of the ball. But once you do, you know, you can understand how, like, what to do and stuff. With the defense isn't that hard, but... Yeah. And so, like, would you ever consider continuing defense at the next level, or are you kind of focused on, on being an offensive lineman? Um, growing up, I've always played defense. So, I mean, I would love to play defense on another level, but um, if I ha- um, play offensive line on another level, I'm, I'm fine with that. I'll, I'll, I'll give 100% of any position. Yeah, no, I mean, love to hear that. And so, like, let's kind of go into your, your team this season. So I saw that you guys finished up your regular season a few weeks ago with a record of 6-3. and three. Kind of like, how has the season been so far, and can you give some highlights? The first four games, I was out with a torn meniscus. Um, I tore it during the scrimmage of the week before our first game. Wow. Um, we went down to Midland, first game of the year, against a good team, a good quarterback, um, he led the state in passing last year. I want to say six eight. Uh-huh. Um, we went down there. It was a it was a good game at first, and you know Midland they just kind of pulled off. Next week we had another um, Midland game. They weren't that good. Uh, we played Randall the next week. I actually got to play that game, but like it was mediocre. They only let me play like when they needed me. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So that other offensive lineman that had that offer from Arizona State got hurt. So I had to go in. Wow. And then from there, we entered district, beat Caprock 63-3. to It's supposed Dang. to be a close game, but that wasn't close. And then um, this is probably the biggest game of the season. Uh, Tascosas are our rivals, and it's like the top third biggest rival in the state of Texas. Um, we went up 28-0 early in the first half, and Tascosa came back to beat us. They also have a D1 running back, Major Everhart. He's very good. And then we played Coronado Mustangs. Um, Sorry, Robinson. He's committed to Mississippi State to play baseball and football. Um, they put the snap down on us. Sorry, is a very good quarterback. I gave that to him. Mm-hmm. Um, their, their defense was very good, too. 
That's really it. We played Ludwig High. They weren't too good. We beat them uh, a lot to a little. But that's, I mean, that's really just the sum of the season. I didn't really get to play that much this year because of that injury, but I'm still making making up for it, you know? Yeah, I mean, like, torn meniscus is, like, definitely pretty serious. So, I mean, the fact that you've oh, yeah. even been able to come back is, is seriously impressive. Thank you. So, you guys have your first playoff game to be played next week. So, like, how has the prep been, and how do you and your team feel heading into this game against Coleyville Heritage? Um, last week uh, was our, actually our first playoff game, but El Paso and Dorado had to cancel because of COVID. Um, so, you're basically right. It is our first week playing. Um, we've been out, actually, for three weeks now because the regular season, our last game of the season, we had a bye week. El Dorado um, canceled, and then we played tomorrow. So, that's basically three weeks. But uh-huh. um, we this week, we've definitely prepared way differently. You know, um, you, we just got the mindset that we can play with the Metroplex teams, Metroplexes like Dallas and Waco and all that. Right. Um so we just had that mindset that we can play with these guys like we belong um position for position you know like we're we're meant to do this we need to show like what north texas is all about you know yeah for sure and so when watching your highlights you see like pancake blocks huge holes opened and defensive stops but immediately my mind goes to your 73 yard receiving touchdown with thousands (laughs) of views online Honestly, one of the most impressive and athletic highlights I've ever seen from someone at the guard or tackle position. Like, what was that moment like for you? Um, you know, we were uh, we just messing around during practice, and we were doing like scenarios. Uh, say like thirty seconds, you're down by uh, four, so you have to score. What are you gonna do? You gonna lateral the ball? Well, we threw it to my wide receiver, and I ran to the other field, and they threw it back to me. And I just ran it. Next day, our offensive coordinator just puts that play in, and we're just messing around with it, um, you know, just having some fun. And that week that we that we played, that Friday, I was like, hey, coach, are we going to run the play? You know, he goes, no, we're not going to run it or whatever. But we're up by a lot at halftime, and um, he calls the play. And I was like, oh, God, like we're actually about to run this play. Um, I was kind of nervous. Um, not really. They pissed the ball. I touched it. And I was like, I, I just saw the hole open. And I was like, oh, it's off to the races right here. <laughs> um, and I was like, I got to score. You know, who's yeah. ever going to do this again? You know, who <laughs> ever gets, who gets, what offensive lineman gets to score on a hook and ladder? You know? Literally um, never so just, seen it I before. Just, yeah, I just made the most out of it. You know, I had fun with it. Yeah. And so, so kind of like what you kind of just answered it with how you answered that. But like, it has not been a part of the game plan since day one. It was kind of yeah. like a special design for that, for that game, right? Exactly. Yeah, it hasn't it hasn't been there at all. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's awesome. And so I think myself and kind of all scouts have to, have to ask this: um, Would you ever consider moving to tight end? I mean, because you definitely have the speed. Uh, I I think definitely I could move to tight end. Um, I, I mean, obviously a lot of online can catch. Um, I, I I have huge hands actually. Um, I, I mean, obviously you can see I I can move. You know. <laughs> Um, but if if I were able to take the chance and with a tight end, you know, I, I'll see how it would, you know, how it would work out. And if I didn't like it, then I, I'd move back to the line. For sure, for sure. And so you're approaching like the end of your junior season and now third year a part of the varsity football team. But obviously, hopefully not too soon. But like, how has the game changed for you during that time? Like, and how have you improved most from like first year to now? Um, 
freshman year, uh, I was definitely immature. Uh, I wasn't. I don't even understand how I was on varsity. If I'm gonna be honest, um, I watched my varsity freshman film my sophomore year, and I was like, "This is horrible. Like, I should not have been on varsity." But I really want to give a big thanks to Coach Hav. He's really one of our coaches that uh, made me mature. Uh, made me be the man I am right now. But he 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 just got um, a head coaching job at his hometown. So he took that opportunity, but um, he's a man that basically pushed me to where I am right now. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Uh, it's gone, it's gone better, you know. I feel like I've gotten better every year. Um, matured every year. I've just taken, I haven't taken a step back. I've just been taking steps forward, you know. For sure, for sure. And so, playing for Amarillo High School, like one of the most winningest football programs in all of Texas. Like, what is it like to play for such a program? You know, it's 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 a nice it's a nice feeling, um, knowing that your school has you know one of the best records in the state of Texas, and um, playing for Emma High is just a, a nice experience. You know, the coaching staff is great, the community is great, the environment in Emma High is just you know nice. Um, coach Dunham, our head coach, is a very good head coach. Uh, he knows what he's doing. Um, but other than that, playing for the Emerald High is, is very nice, you know. It's very nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I'd also love to talk about your time at the Elite Underclassmen Camp last summer. Like, how is it like to be playing with some of the best of the best underclassmen in the country? Um, it was it was definitely fun. Uh, Deion Sanders was there. Oh, wow. Um, we got to see him, you know, his bright white teeth, his, his bright <laughs> probably million-dollar teeth, who knows. Um. And sweats. I don't know what he's doing. He's wearing long sleeves and a and a sweats. It's like a hundred and five outside. I'm like, oh my god, Dion. Um, but I got my group. I had a lot of talent. Um, I knew coming into the camp, I wasn't you know the best offensive lineman there because there was kids that were committed to LSU or had 15 plus offers or you know they're going you know they're going big time already. Um, uh-huh. So I just, you know, I just took my opportunity to, just to get better, you know. Um, working every drill that we had to do, you know, we had to do like 40 drills, like agility, like 40 L drills, uh, vertical. So, you know, I just try to show out the best. I had the fastest time on the L drill. I had the highest vertical. I had the, the fastest 40. So I'm wow. just, you know, showing people like I belong here, you know. For sure, for sure. And so, like, what would you say was your biggest takeaway from the camp? My height and size. I got there, and, I mean, kids are – I'm looking up to them. They're, like, 6'8", 320, like, huge. Um, so, I mean, that and – they told me I was 6'1", so I was like I, – I, I mean, which is not true. I'm not 6'1". <laughs> um, but, you know, those kids going into the camp, you know, those people knew who they are, like, you know, because they have way more offers, and people have been reaching out to them, so – you know, they're on a bigger level than me. Um, but I think it's just, like, the skill-wise, there was definitely offensive linemen there that were way better than me, you know? Yeah, no, I mean, I feel though, like you definitely probably made some noise, and, I mean, your highlights this season alone have have had to have given you some more offers in the future. Yes, sir. And so, next I kind of want to go into your recruiting to close out the interview. Like, you've received offers from Southern Miss, Arizona State, Alabama A&M, and also received some interest from SMU, Colorado State, TCU, Oklahoma. 
I mean, I know you still have a lot of time, but kind of where are you out with your recruiting process? It has been going by slow. You know, people, when I got to the first offer from Arizona, or the second offer from Arizona State, people would tell me, oh, you're going to blow up, you're going to do this and all that. But then that's when the pandemic, like, really hit. Right. Um, it was bad. You know, I couldn't, I couldn't have gone on visits, you know. Um, I had to do, like, virtual meetings. Um, I, you know, I would love to go down and look at Arizona State or go look at TCU or whatever, but... Um, this pandemic has really just slowed it down, but it's catching back up slowly, uh, slowly but surely. Now we just hope for the best, and I hope they just keep rolling in. And if not, I'll be grateful with what I have and do what I have to do. Yeah, no, I mean that's that's a great way to look at it. And I mean, luckily you're only a junior, so you still got some some time. And hopefully the pandemic kind of passes before your senior season, and can, yes, yeah, it just gives you a little more of a normal recruitment process. Um, and so. Do you kind of feel like you have a front runner yet with these schools, or is it kind of just still waiting for the process to kind of unfold some more? Well, um, just wait. SMU is probably the next school that's probably going to offer me. They told me that they were getting their class of 2021 done, and then I was at the top of their list for 2022. But uh, other schools, it's Tech's kind of on the edge, but other schools, it's, it's just, just waiting for that process. Yeah. And so, like, in my research, I found that you weren't the only person on your offensive line to receive an offer from ASU. Like, what was it like to see one of your teammates also receive an offer from the same school? Um, it was definitely cool. It happened in a matter of within two hours, I want to say. Maybe shorter wow. than that. We were at the gym. I was at the gym. He was at home. Uh, Coach Marai called me a Hall of Famer. And then um, another one of our guys that's been helping us recruiting just told me that he was going to get the offer. So I knew he had the offer before he knew it, you know, uh, right. but it was very excited. I was definitely, definitely happy that other, my other teammates are like showing out and showing recruiters. Like we all can play the same game. Yeah, no, for sure. And so, so like, are you happy with where you're at in your recruitment or do you kind of still feel that you have kind of more to prove? Yeah, I'm, I'm happy right now, but I definitely have more to prove. Um, but I'm just going to be humble and just, you know, just, just like I said, trust that process and wait for that time to come. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so now, like, just like a fun question to close out the interview. Like, if you ha- if you could have dinner with any football player, dead or alive, like, who would you choose? Oh, my gosh. Um, I'm going to have to go with... Oh, that's a hard question. Uh, <laughs> maybe either... Jalen Ramsey or um, Bobby Wagner. Both great choices. Just because I know Bobby Wagner's a great guy, and I just love the way Jalen Ramsey acts, you know, his personality. For sure, for sure. (laughs) So, Eric, that will conclude our Inside the Hashes exclusive player interview. I want to thank you for your time today and really appreciate getting more insight into your game. Uh, yes, sir. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for like, calling me and interviewing me. It means a lot. Oh, absolutely. Like We at Inside the Hashes can't wait to see what you do the rest of this year uh, and beyond and just wish the best for you, man. Thank you, sir. It means a lot. Yeah, dude. Hope to keep in touch and, and best of luck in the playoffs. Again, I want to thank Eric for taking the time to speak with us today and all listeners for tuning in to this exclusive player interview. For more player interviews like this, be sure to find us anywhere you listen to your podcasts whether it be Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, or even Spotify. 
You can also check out our video interview content on YouTube by putting Inside the Hashes in the search bar. Our website is www.insidethehashes.com and we also have various social media platforms like Facebook at Inside the Hashes, the football group, Instagram at Inside the Hashes, and Twitter at Inside Hashes. Again, thanks for listening to this Inside the Hashes exclusive player interview. My name is Nemican, signing out.